go. Welcome to Old <laughs> Activism TV. I'm sitting here in a nice apartment in Sweden together with my friend Zane all across the Atlantic in the United States. Hello, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, you? Yeah, thank you. Where are you from? I'm from Maine in the United States. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the East Coast there? Yes, yep, right there up north, uh, right on the border of Canada. Oh, great, great. And you contacted me today, wanted to speak about Jason Westerfield and New Age and yes. how it comes from the Bible. Yes, I did. I was really shocked at watching it because I used to follow his teachings and I, uh, I really loved him. Yeah, I when see. When I was I in high school. Yeah. So, just a brief introduction for you who aren't, um, <clears throat> who hasn't uh, been in contact with what has happened. Um, in May, Bill Johnson, the Bethel Church pastor, said that Jason Westerfield uh, is not preaching Christ. He says that he can't cooperate with people who aren't acknowledging the Son of God. He said that he is talking about stuff that is way up the chart and that he has encountered people who are really um, broken and deceived by the teaching that Jason is now giving. And this was, of course, a shock because Jason has been a part of Bethel Church and has been trained by Bill Johnson. Uh, he has been into, in the um, great movies, uh, Finger of God and Furious Love, uh, where he was, you know, this awesome charismatic evangelist who prayed for people and, and it was really nice. Um, so um, then uh, nothing was being said from Jason himself. He was silent. Uh, he was not making any public comments. Uh, for about six months, and then he released a video uh, on his newly created YouTube channel, Jason Westerfield, or I think it's even called The Real Jason Westerfield, something like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. The official channel. <laughs> and and uh, he has uh, released a website, um, which is like opening the Western Gates or something like that. Something and like that. The, the video is, is quite long, uh, but it is uh, very, very obvious, I'd say, when, when you listen to his teaching, that he is preaching New Age. And, and um, he is focusing on astrology. He's focusing on um, things like the galactic center. He's uh, talking about planets like Mercury and Venus. He's talking about how humanity is entering a new phase. He mentions DNA yeah. and uh, interplanetary travel. He describes visions that he has seen when he's taken to the galactic center through a wormhole. And then he views all of galactic history on some kind of monitor. And some stuff like that. So, um, some people have thought that this is Christianity. And Jason has actually, um, we've just discovered when we were preparing this, that he has deleted the comments uh, on his YouTube clip. Uh, but there well, was he also, he also disabled comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't comment anymore. Yeah. Um, so, so, there were some people who were like, sad and critical like me for example i wrote oh i'm i'm praying for you and i really hope that you will get back to christ and some other Amen. people was, well this this wasn't you know biblical uh, but there were also some people like yay praise god i've been praying for you jason it's so great <laughs> to have you back and look there's an angel in the video clip this is amazing <laughs> and 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 so on and on my website, uh, when I wrote a blog post about this, there's some people who are still, well, I don't see anything wrong with what he's saying. Um, they, they say that what he is preaching is not contradicting you know, Christianity. And if you think that it can contradict, it's just because you are a um, boring Bible fundamentalist who <laughs> isn't open to what God is doing you know, right. in the age. 
Um, so you and I are gonna talk about these arguments and uh, show why um, Christian teachers shouldn't, you know, be preaching what what Jason is preaching. That he is actually preaching New Age, and it's not it's not what Jesus calls us to do. Right. Well, even Galatians says, if I come to you with another gospel, let him be accursed. If if he talks about yeah. seeing an angel or, you know, I mean, Galatians is very clear about supernatural encounters that are not, that are contradictory to the written word. Yeah. And, and let's be clear, because um, you and I are charismatic Christians, and uh, I think both you and I have been disturbed by people who falsely accuse uh, Christian teachers for being false prophets. That's something that at least I have addressed um, a couple of times in my video, the Kundalini, Kundalini Myth Exposed. I talk about this idea presented by Andrew Strom and others that the majority of, of charismatic leaders are in fact Hindus and, and they are you know, inferring right. from India when they pray for people. And the only evidence they have is, you know, basically YouTube videos when they compare how people react and behave at charismatic meetings with how people behave at the Hindu meetings. And what I've been, uh, you know, um, discussing is that this really isn't biblical discernment because the Bible never says that we should right. discern the spirits based on if people shake or not. We should discern it by their teaching if they confess Christ, right. and their fruits, by their characters, you know, love, joy, peace, and, and the other fruits, fruits of the Holy well, Spirit. Well, and salvation. Don't forget, you know, how are people coming to know Jesus? Are they, exactly. you know, exactly having relationships that will last and are their lives changed or transformed? Yeah. I would yeah. say like with may I go ahead um, with Patricia King's ministry or Bob Jones or I'm going to name some controversial but you know it's not about you know everyone is going to have a different flavor in the body of Christ everyone's going to mm -hmm. not have it all right but it's the point of uh, you know is the core of the foundation of God's word you know and does it demonstrate power with it that yeah. that brings people to the truth not you know to some weird spiritual realm that you know i mean i believe in going into heavenly realms don't get me wrong but not yeah. you know at my own discretion yeah exactly exactly and i think it's important to be the radical middle um you know not as, as paul even says not to despise prophecy but to test everything exactly the outcome of that is obviously to um, realize that, you know, when God is doing something, it can sometimes contradict what we are expecting. It can sometimes contradict our interpretation of scripture, but it never contradicts scripture. Right. And it's not about introducing new doctrine. It's not about introducing new teaching, especially if you can easily see that these teachings, these ideas about God, these ideas about Jesus is coming from somewhere else. And that is what I you know, pretty evidently see with Jason that he is uh, copy-pasting New Age teaching. We have to remember that even Jesus himself was accused of being a false prophet in Matthew 12. The Pharisee says that when he is casting out demons, he is using the power of demons, <laughs> the power of Beelzebul. And um, Jesus is pointing out how ridiculous that is because why would the devil, you know, create this civil war and attack himself, he says. Exactly. That when he is casting out demons, he's doing so uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, but it's also important to realize this, um, that we should be careful with saying that someone is a false prophet. We should always, of course, exactly. pray and discern out of 
the Holy Scriptures. And that's why I've been reluctant uh, with calling people um, false prophets. I think when it comes to Jason, that is actually the first time I've ever said, this is a false prophet. This is a person who is, you know, disguised right. as a Christian, but he's preaching some, something else. I've not said the same thing about other, you know, controversial people. Um, because, partly because I haven't researched them as, as much and I don't know him and, and so on, but also because it is important um, to be open with that God can do some wacky stuff sometimes. Like some people, Absolutely. you know, the Old Testament prophets, Hosea marrying a prostitute. You know, if you would see that today, obviously many people would say that's a false prophet. Be, right. And, and, but, and you know, it, it's these weird things that they do, Ezekiel eating poop bread and, and so on. But um, can I interject right there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even say if God, I'm not saying God will do that today. I'm not here, even though I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah. I'll say it that way. But even in those messages, uh, if God said, I want you to do this and then give a message that says, this is who you are, Israel, or whoever, yeah. you are a harlot in my sight. See, there was a prophetic significance that demonstrated the heart of God there. Yeah. See, with Jason, you know, um, he, some of the comments that he made, well, it's not a God thing. It's not a, a devil thing. It's not a religious thing hello well, what is it then because you used to be defined as a spiritual leader and you're talking about these encounters of being supernaturally translated well what is it it has you know like i've said to people it, you have one source you know we're like it's like a battery piece you have the devil uh, you know or you have god you know and i don't know what spirit he thinks he's operating out of it i mean it doesn't talk about the cross the foundations no he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't refer to scripture he doesn't quote scripture um, actually he did quote a couple but they were missed they weren't out of context oh really i missed that i must confess at the very end he did he was saying it's spirit and life and he was he was talking about the spirit our how we receive spirit to spirit and see there was t truth to it he was twisting mm -hmm. but it's not our spirit it's the holy spirit to the born again spirit that joins at new birth i believe but he was saying well we're all connected we're you know it's it's that agenda that you know let's all just love each other you know it doesn't matter if you're yeah, in sin yeah. yeah um so if we look at again the biblical discernment principles that um the new testament is guys out and jesus obviously says that um, beware of false prophets in Matthew 7. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Um, you will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. And then he says, not everyone will say to me, Lord, Lord. Um, no, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of the Father in heaven. Uh, and so on. Many will say, Lord, Lord, uh, they would not prophesy on your name because the demons your name and many, do many deeds empower your name and I will confess them. I never knew you go away from me, you evildoers. Uh, again, because they didn't do the will of his father. So it, he is pointing out this is from the Sermon on the Mount and the theme of the Sermon on the Mount is doing good deeds for the kingdom of God. He's talking about loving our enemies. He's talking about giving to the poor. He's talking about, um, you know, um, not showing lust or not having lust to other women and, and stuff like that. It's about ethics. It's about how we should 
behave morality save us uh, but because when we have the holy spirit he will produce good deeds in us as ephesians amen yeah so this this is the context and he is emphasizing that false prophets will not behave in a kingdom wise manner all right false right. prophets will not do the will of god false prophets can you elaborate on that bad fruit but conversely people who bear good fruit they are not false prophets and there are some people here in sweden that uh, there are not many of them but some people who are constantly you know commenting on my blog and so on who think that Heidi Baker is a false prophet oh my word she is not a false prophet exactly that woman is real it, it's so ridiculous because they think you know when she speaks in tongues she acts so crazily and, and you know she she just does these weird things she's laying down on the floor and it, it's, it's so <laughs> baffling because her fruit oh. is astonishing. There's so many people come into Christ uh, in in most of Africa. So many people are healed and saved, and they help so many poor and so on. So, so that that's just ridiculous, and it shows Jesus is is awesome all the time because he, he just points out the obvious. You know, if it quacks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's a duck. You know, if if a preacher yes. producing good fruits for the kingdom, leading people to Christ, healing people, you know, helping the poor, it's obviously not a false prophet. Um, so I mean, look at the way she talks, her life. Like, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. her life is so it, evident, bro. It's just ridiculous. Um, then uh, Paul, of course, teaches about this as well. He says something very interesting in First Corinthians twelve and three. Uh, therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says that Jesus is cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Um, so this obviously wow. means that false prophets will will not be good preachers, and they will not be biblical preachers. You know, um, a false prophet may right. claim that they are Christian. It's not about that, but they're not preaching the gospel. And again, as you refer to. Um, you know, if someone is preaching another gospel than what the New Testament lies out, it, it's not obviously from God because then it would have been the biblical gospel. The gospel doesn't change, you know, and these right. people that are, you know, into New Age, they will often say that they believe in Jesus as one of the wise people in the world uh, they will often say that, yeah, you know, the power of Jesus is real, but they will always put him as one among many. So they will put the gospel as one message among many. And of course, then it's not the gospel anymore because Jesus is so clear that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And yes. only through him we can come through the Father. So the gospel never changes. And as long as a, a prophet, you know, uh, preaches the gospel, believes in the gospel, and so on, I don't mind wacky things as long as they don't contradict. You know, Smith Wigglesworth, who was this amazing Pentecostal apostle in the early 20th century. He was famous for sometimes, not all the time, obviously, but sometimes when he was praying for people who were very sick, he hit them. Uh, so like so, someone who had this bag st stomach problem and like punched him in the stomach. And obviously, oh <laughs> you know, he said that I'm not punching them. I'm punching the demon inside their stomach. And, you know, according to the, the testimonies, uh, they weren't hurt. They didn't feel the pain, but the demons left and they were healed about that. Wow. So it's strange. And it's not something that you can, you know, explicitly read about in the Gospels. But at the same time, I can understand the logic behind it. And based on the fruits of Smith Wigglesworth's ministry, where, again, thousands were saved, thousands were healed. He was helping the poor like crazy. Um, then, it, you know, it's something that God can do. And it doesn't mean that 
everyone should imitate it. I think one of the problems with Todd Bentley was that he was inspired by this and did the same thing. But I don't know if the results were the same. I, I'm, I'm not into oh, research. That would be interesting to look into sometime. But. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was quite, you know, he was controversial for many things, but what, that was one of them that he was also, um, you know, uh, viewed as hitting people when he prayed for them. Right. I mean, I'm not hidden. I just want to make it clear, though. I'm not like bashing Todd Bentley. You know, I don't follow uh-huh. him, but you know, uh, there was a genuine anointing. It's just what it. You know, unfortunately, you know, he couldn't handle the glory because of his. Yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't have the foundations. Yeah, and he fell into sin. So again, even when it comes to Todd Bentley, I'm not saying that he is a false prophet. Um, be- because when it comes to Jason, is on another level. He is. Right, not a gospel. He is not, um, you know, um, preaching the gospel that we read about in the Bible. He is um, copy pasting New Age, and that, that's that's what's me. I love that copy paste <laughs> because it's it's nothing new. Um, I think I, I've mentioned to you previously when we were discussing that um, I have been with my church on a New Age Harmony Expo in Stockholm uh, a couple yes. of times, and um, you know, New Age isn't new. We know what New Age is. We know about these ideas that flow around. And, and uh, right. it's uh, very similar um, to what Jason is preaching, this uh, focus on astrology that he has about uh, you know, planets, universe, galaxy, woo, wow, aliens. Um, that, that's a, a part of New Age. It's not all of it, but that is a specific part of it. And also that we've talked about um, previously about um, how he is demanding so much money for his ministry. It's crazy much to have a conversation like the one that we have now would cost us $1,500 for an hour if we did it with Jason, um, which is insane, really. And and it, it's just one more confirmation that this, this is New Age. This is exactly what you'll find if you go to a, a New Age comment. And of course, I must add, we didn't go there because we were New Ages. We went there with our church to evangelize. We actually led a couple of people to the Lord and, and prayed for them. Nice. We were one of the very few. We and the other Christians were the only ones who were doing stuff for free. And then next to us, we, we had this uh, booth where you could uh, allegedly meet an angel for 15 minutes for uh, $100, like that. Um, we should be giving that to the, to the New Age for free. Yeah, yeah. Letting them meet the real ones. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and there are a lot of people who, who do this, who, who go to these sort of comments to offer free healing and, and um, you know, uh, free spiritual guidance. Sometimes they can go too far, I think, when mm. hiding Jesus. I read about a friend uh, of mine. He, he, uh, he said that he had some friends who did this and they had instructions not to even bring up Jesus, but just, you know, what? to... Uh, you know, pray for healing. And then when people were healed, they said, all right, yeah, that's good. Good for you. Bye. Or something like that. Well, and there's and that, that's, that's wrong. That's dangerous. Difference. Yeah. See, yeah. When yeah. I used to go out ministering on the streets, I, is that okay if I just interject? Oh, yeah, no, sure. Okay. See, I used to go out all the time with um, a team and it was such a privilege because this woman that I, uh, that took us, it was her daughter and me. Um, we would go on, treasure hunts i don't know if you know what that is basically it's lord you know we all sit down we write down name location etc you know details and then we go to the location and um 
but we didn't say, you know, you need to repent, but we would say Jesus loves you so much that you're his treasure, you know, and we put it in a way that was real. We didn't push it on him, but we shared Jesus for who he really was. Yeah. And, you know, they would just receive it so beautifully. Some would just start weeping when they when we would say God loved you or God saw you today and he sent us just to love on you. Yeah. I mean, they would just start. It, It was real power. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's the biblical way to preach the gospel, because Paul says in Romans 15 um, that he has been preaching the gospel in words and deeds and in the power of signs and wonders. So yeah. That's the biblical combination right there. And, and yeah. you know, ne- never, never to say that, you know, one of these is unnecessary or one of these shouldn't be allowed. There should always be those tr- three. Whatever the Holy Spirit Early tells you Bible. that day. That should always be part of our evangelistic strategy because that's what mm. Paul used, and he was a pretty good evangelist. He started a couple of churches. Hey, man. All right. I wouldn't take the Holy Ghost. I mean, I, I wouldn't leave home without the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. What will be? All right. Um, so let's look at some of the comments. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit sad that uh, Jason has uh, deleted and deactivated all of the comments, but they, 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 weren't, um, they weren't really arguing for anything. They were just, you know saying hooray and, and Jay and stuff, so on. I've had a, a person commenting on my blog. And um, um, he firstly stated um, that uh, there's nothing in this video that is new age. You know, it's, it's not new age to talk about uh, space and aliens and so on. He also said um, that Jason has actually worked with NASA previously, he believes. I don't know if there's been any confirmation with that. But on his website, he is obviously talking about that he is a consultant for, for different things and, and that he um, want, wants to um, develop strategies for our interstellar future in, in space and, and so on. Um, and then this person um, continues saying that, uh, you know, uh, when, when Christian churches label many people new age that are not, what's the fear, what are to be afraid of, it's basically saying that just because we are these judgmental Pharisees um, that makes us uh, portray uh, Jason in a, in a new age fashion while he's just talking about um, space and, and aliens. Now, I pointed out that to him that this isn't a NASA lecture. You know, he's not, what, what he's saying in this clip is not, you know, a scientific description of space uh, or right. you know, for other life forms or what have you. He is holding a religious sermon. And he, uh, the majority, I would say, of what he's saying is referring to visions that he has had. And again, in the introduction, I mentioned uh, a vision that he's talking about when he is transported through a wormhole into the galactic center where he views the galactic history on some form of screen. That's not something that you will find scientists at NASA speaking about. <laughs> I want to pause you right there. Yeah. Um, um, you know, you know, in the new age, and you know, I want to tell you, new agers, I, if you're watching this, Jesus loves you, and I'm not against you. You know, I love you. I want you to come to Jesus. I want you to have all the supernatural encounters you can have with a real and living God. Uh, you know, and Jason, if you ever do see this, you know, my heart is not against you. My heart is for you. I followed you when I was a teenager, and God had done so much mighty things through you, and I pray that, uh, you know, if there's any offense, 
through this, you know, that, uh, that you forgive, you know, um, our heart is for you, but you know, our heart is for the truth. Yeah. And, uh, God says, uh, you know, God says, um, I want to give truth to those who will receive it. And in the, the days to come, you know, a strong delusionment will come on those who will not have a love for my truth that will rather have itching ears, but my heart is for you to, you know, um, but about that, it's called the Akashic Records, to go back to the previous thought. Akashic, I hope you didn't mind. That was fine, right? Just to go ahead and share that, um, yeah. you know, God's heart is, you know, not against New Agers. I felt like yeah, yeah. Some, uh, maybe watching might, you know, just be like, well, like you said, we're judgmental. But, you know, our heart is not for that. I just no. want to emphasize that. But it's called the Akashic Records um, in different circles. So call it you know, um, something to do basically with higher powers, giving them insight. It's all basically the same thing saying they're getting it from the, the, uh, second heaven. Uh, Whoops. Now you disappeared saying <laughs> how unfortunate. Oh, I'm still here. Sorry. What happened? Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Stupid telemarketers called me. Um, Lord, we find that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was saying was, um, you know, it's called the Akashic Records. Um, it's this place in the spirit realm that you get access to all the history of the world and the future and all that mm -hmm. jazz. We both know it's it's the familiar spirit, the demonic spirit that would empower that, you know, that are on the higher levels. And it's no question to me that Jason, you know, either he's really mentally ill or he's really, I mean, truly being transported to dimensions that are not of God. And, you know, someone on there commented and said, we're just not ready for those, you know, we can't understand because Jason has been transported so much. And who are we to question? I don't care. I used to follow Bob Jones, that prophet. And God said to me one day saying he was a man that humbled me so much. I just had to say, okay, Lord, whatever it is, help me to test it. Yeah. No, definitely. So this person that I have been uh, dialogue with, it goes from describing Jason as a, a NASA scientist who's just describing how the universe actually looks like. And then it goes on saying, oh, you, you, <laughs> uh, you, you are just lazy in faith and godless for, for not <laughs> open to what God is doing. Uh, haven't you read, you know, in the Bible how... Uh, Hosea marries a prostitute and uh, Ezekiel, you know, does this weird stuff. Again, that, that I actually refer to in this talk. Um, so <clears throat> my response to that uh, would obviously be um, that when, when we talk about doctrines, it's another, form, it's another thing than just how you behave. All right. So right. marrying a prostitute is weird. Eating bread baked on poop is weird. But if God tells you to do it because he has a point with it, then all exactly, right. Exactly, the significance. Yeah, if, if God has a message that relates to, you know, what he's always been saying, because saying that Israel um, in Hosea's time uh, was, you know, worshiping idols and weren't, you know, keeping um, them to, to the Lord as he wanted, it, it was something that God has pointed out time and time and again. <laughs> and, he and it was a living... It was a living illustration. He was saying, I want you to marry this harlot to show my people how she's treated me. And I'm married. I'm even married to the backslider. Yes. So for, you know, and I, I just challenge um, those, you know, uh, 
I I'm open to the spirit realm. I've been to heaven, you know, I've been in different realms of the spirit many times over the years. And it's always a privilege, you know, that God would do that. But I also had to test it. And I would say to that Jesus figure, uh, what, what spirit are you? Do you confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? And, and that fruit of my experiences would always testify of the son of God. That's what the Holy spirit does. He testifies of Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a... Yeah, when, when biblical prophets and, and biblical apostles do things that people don't expect, they do it to point people back to God and back to Jesus. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Now, Jason, in contrast, he talks about Jesus, um, and he's mainly describing how Jesus shows him these visions of um, the universe. Um, but my impression is that firstly... Um, Jesus is not the son of God he's in his description. Again, he, he doesn't, he, you know, he doesn't um, officially deny it, but at the same time. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Oh, Remember, so, all right. uh, you know, I'm not interrupting him. I, I mean, this is important that the people know. You know, he said it's not a God thing. It's not a devil thing. It's, oh, let's yeah, not get so was. religious yeah, about that's this. True, that's true. And then, you know, he was saying, Jesus is my friend. And. You know, he's a person that, he, I mean, he could not confess with his lips. You could see the hesitance. Yeah. When he describes Jesus, he says that it, it is his friends who has been important to him when describing, you know, these uh, cosmic realities that he then focuses his right. sermon on. So instead of describing a weird thing that leads to Jesus, he briefly mentioned Jesus that leads him to this weird thing. <laughs> Which is the focus exactly. of what he wants to say. Look at this galactic center and look to the new DNA that humans will have and look at, you know, these um, weird things that this country are going and, and to me, it's just like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, hello. I mean, this is not what Jesus came to, you know, like one of, yeah, exactly. I had to ask myself before the sermon, why did Jesus come to earth? He said that I could destroy the works of the enemy, that mm. I could bring you reconcile you back to god the father as a person not some weird spiritual energy yes um some person commented on there and said well you know we're all spirit people uh, light people and it says that we're he is the father of lights but it also says that um you know jesus christ is the light of the world and that in him we are the light that's yes it is a spiritual realm thing i don't know how to explain it yes but it's not to be, you know, for this high spiritual, oh my God, I'm light, you know, it's, I'm going to cause the light of God to penetrate the darkness around me. And I will, you know, be a light into the nations, not, and Jesus said so many times, nations, he didn't say Jupiter, he said nations. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> Yeah, it, it, as you said, it, it goes back to what did Jesus want us to talk or, or to preach about? Uh, and what did Jesus do? What did Jesus want us to do? Um, so right. one main problem with saying that this is a new thing that God has revealed to Jason of all people in this um, new times that we're in. And, and you're just a gentle Bible fundamentalist if you aren't open to it, is that why now? I mean, it's something, the things that he are, that he's talking about isn't something that obviously is in the Bible. It's nowhere in the Bible. But not only that, it, it hasn't been recorded in all of church history that I exactly. know. Exactly. 
about this, you know, a wormhole transportation to a galactic TV screen where you can view all of galactic history and, and so on. It, it's, it's completely new. And that is very problematic when it gets to sort of this doctrinal thing, you know. I don't have a problem with some, someone was saying, well, if you aren't open to new things that God is doing, you cannot be using a computer. You cannot, you know, brushing your teeth with a toothbrush. That real. Those aren't, you know, <laughs> in the Bible. But obviously there's a difference between doctrine and, and technology, right? Uh, so, well, right. I mean, not, does it... It's not just about that these things exist in the universe and, and the planets that he's talking about, but it's also he's bringing so much significance to this. And this is something that we should experience. And obviously, it's very complex and it, it's very confused, I would say. I, I don't really expect everything that he says to match up logically because it's not about that. But when he talks about um, these uh, new gates that are to be open. And he mentioned on his website, Sirius and Orion. And obviously that's not just um, in, in order for us to look at these stars, but it is something that has significance for us. That is a doctrine. That is a religious doctrine. He is preaching a religious sermon. Right. And Jesus isn't the center. Jesus is like a bi-character that is one of the guys that have, you know, received the insights of this. But when, when you look through church history, and I'm currently writing a book yes. called Ancient Miraculous Jesus Hippies coming next year, um, then it's very obvious that these <laughs> things aren't around. And, um, and that makes Jason, if you take him seriously, that puts him in the same position as Joseph Smith. You know, coming 1,800 years after Jesus and saying, hey, you know what? This is true. <laughs> It hasn't been recorded anywhere, neither in the Bible nor in church history, but it's true. You know, that is a definition, I would say, of a false prophet who suddenly comes out with this new yes. teaching that, you know, describes the most fundamental things about who we are as God's children. And it has nothing to do with the Bible. It has nothing to do with whatever God has continuously revealed uh, to his people throughout ages. It's just something that these people make up and then they claim that it's Christian, but it is obviously again, imported from new age. What he is talking about when it comes to um, this ast astrology is something that already exists within the new age movement, but it isn't right. that great Christians have been talking about because why would we? Well, I mean, the church fathers, if you look back, I mean, and even through the flow of the Bible, it has not, you know, it, it does say different things about the earth and space, but those were, they're briefly talked about, very briefly, and more of a, you know, this is what the Lord is going to do. This is how the Lord created it, not man interfering with the galaxy. I, you know, I don't even that that's irrelevant to God said to man, you know, he said in the testament, I send you forth to testify of the word. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's, it, uh, hold on. Yeah. It, I mean, he said, go forth in the name of the father, the son and the Holy ghost. Some people are going to say, we're not being open-minded, but you know, uh, did the father, son, Holy ghost tell you to go and heal the inner core of the earth? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. It says the earnest manifestation of the Son of God is causing the earth to groan. Yeah, because we're finally coming into our place, you know, in maturity in the next couple of years, and the earth is going to have some manifestations yeah. of the glory, and it's going to affect the world. 
But yeah, uh, I wouldn't want to go. What? No, I agree. And it, it's not so much about what is um, factually true, but it's more about what, what, what is it that we bring significance to. So again, the person that right. I've been in dialogue with at Holy Spirit Activism website uh, is saying you could potentially talk about a grilled cheese sandwich for 20 minutes and never mention Jesus' name, but that wouldn't make you an unbeliever. So it's basically saying that, yeah, he is just presenting facts instead of, uh, you know, describing the nature of cheese, he's describing the nature of the universe. And that could be factually true. I mean, obviously, uh, the Milky Way has a galactic center somewhere, right. you know, in the middle of the galaxy. But the thing is, why would you give that significance? All right, <laughs> there is a significance or, or that there is a galactic center, but what does that relate to me? And I said that... It's, well, it's you not, know what came much to me? Talking about grilled cheese for 20 minutes is like um, holding a religious sermon about uh, a supernatural visions where you're taking to the cheese king on the moon and you are served the golden cheese that can redeem humanity to new state right. to find salvation. That's but what, what did Jesus say? <laughs> Sorry? But what did Jesus say in the word about that? <laughs> or, or Paul, he said that you're already a new creation once you become yeah. in Christ. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, That's and, also one of the most major theological problems with what Jason is saying. That he's talking about that now there is some kind of shift in humanity. Yeah. We, we will start realizing stuff that we've never realized before. Now, that's a pretty significant thing. And if you truly believe that Jesus is God and that when right. Jesus came and revealed, you know, the truths about both the physical and spiritual realities... Why wouldn't he mention that? Why wouldn't he say, yeah, by the way, in 2000 years, there will be this, you know, big thing with galactic centers that will transform humanity. Yeah, listen to those. Right. Obviously, it isn't saying that. It's, it's just uh, nonsense. It's, it's made up. Well, and, you know, like what I, you know, like as we've been talking, all these different things have been coming to my mind. And, you know, I noticed, uh, you know, just the Lord is so good to keep us on track. Um, but basically, doesn't it say to beware of those people? I was thinking back to how he's charging people for money. He had said on his video that he's, you know, I, I don't mean to pick at him, but, you know, I, this unfortunately, this needs to be out there. This needs to be known. Uh, you know, he said, oh, I, I'm free. I'm free because I opened my nine gates or whatever. I'm free from fear of of lack or whatever, you know. Um, and even it says, Perfect love, which is God, casts out fear. And it says, beware of those, you know, who want to come and um, take that liberty of God in you. Basically, steal from you and just, you know, uh, pillage you, pretty much, I guess is a way to put it. But, I mean, if he's so free from the world of lack, why is he charging $1,000? He should know better. And, you know, it really grieves me because, you know, I just want to say to anyone, if you think he's okay right now I, I pray that you ask the lord jesus christ and bind the demonic and i pray father for anyone who's watching this i pray a loosing of your angels father that would carry the living word of god with conviction and signs and wonders that confirm the word of truth lord anything that's not of coming out of our mouths i pray would fall to the ground well i just felt wow <laughs> Oh, I just saw one of those dark ones kind of flee. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. Did you see that in the spirit? 
I didn't actually. I just I just viewed it on the monitor. But yeah, definitely. And that's the thing. You also said that before we started recording. This is nothing to be afraid of. The devil is nothing to be afraid of, and there there's not exactly nothing to be afraid of because it's just mainly pathetic, actually. The devil is, is a pathetic guy who's just a loser and he's just running around and, and trying to complete so much um, suffering and violence that he can, but he always... He's defeated, but sometimes I believe we need to take... Yeah, and, and um, that's always very important to stress uh, when we talk yeah. about the, um, the false spirits because the Holy Spirit is always stronger and he's the one that is in us. Right. You know, I totally believe that. But I do believe that we take authority. If the devil tries to get in your face, mm. if like this big kid tries to bully you and he's like, I want your cookies or whatever. Yeah. Are you just going to be like, well, I trust that. I'm No, you're going to tell him, get out of my face. I'm not receiving that. And that's sometimes what we have to do with the devil. We don't go search for him. But if he's right there blatant, you say, no, I bind you. And, you right. know, uh, it's just very interesting because Jason never commented on those videos and, you know, he never commented after Bill Johnson. Why is he not defending himself? if He believes what he's saying is true. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. So um, again, um, there were a few critical comments um, to, to his video. I think my comment was the longest where I was just, you know, uh, again, saying that I pray for him and, and I want him to, to come back to Christ. And I linked to my video uh, when I talk about this. Um, and yeah, then he, <laughs> he deleted all the comments of that. Um, so yeah, and, and there's definitely also um, mental illness involved in this and, and he has a history with this and so on. Um, so from, from um, one perspective, not... Sorry, yeah. I actually wanted to ask you if you would be, um, if you could mention what, what can cause sometimes mental illness among uh, ministers, whether, you know, some people are wondering right now, is it demonic? Is it just physical? You know, I think we should explain that there, it's probably both. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It could be. And because very, of the open doors. Individual. It's just like, you know, um, a physical illness. Sometimes is you know just imposed by natural means, and sometimes there's a demon, as um, as it says in the gospel, when when Jesus encountered a woman who had been sick for eighteen years, and he cast out the demon out of her, and she was healed. Uh, and other times, right. it's just something that you get, and it, as also Jesus explained, it's not necessarily connected to sin. There there are a, a huge complexity, and I think a book that deals with this pretty well is Power Healing by John Wimber because. He's talking about um, the physical illnesses, the mental illnesses, and the spiritual illnesses, that is, demonic uh, demonization and so on. Um, so that, that's a very biblical and sound way of looking at it. But and, I think that know, we're, we're uh, going to wrap this up. I think we've talked oh, for yes, a sorry. Hour. Yeah, no worries. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, well, you know, yeah, just really quick. Uh, my... I'm really privileged to be on this video and I'm, I'm really hoping people, you know, really receive the grace of God from this, you know, and my heart is not to go poking at another man, but you know, I was so shocked that it got 6,000 views in a week, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. I felt like this is serious, you know, this needs to really be spoken out about, you know, and you know, I pray that you would really pray and ask God for a love for the truth. Because yeah. that's what will keep you from the delusion and coming.
Exactly. And what what do you think? How do you think this has gone? Well, <clears throat> it's been an interesting journey. Um, the videos and blog posts that I've been doing on this very topic are the most uh, viewed, the most commented that, that I've ever it. made. Um, so it's obviously something that people are really involved in, but also something that not necessarily too many talk about. Um, I think that, you know, when people Google Jason Westerfield, my work will come up pretty quickly. <laughs> um, it did. <laughs> it's... it's um, a bit surprising, I think, but also maybe it's it's sensitive for people, and I think it's it's important to talk about this. Sometimes heroes fall. Sometimes people that God has obviously used in evangelism and so on um, fall from Him. It's in the Bible, and it's, it's something that we have experienced throughout church history. Uh, and the, the the reason that I brought this discussion up, and the reason that I have been as clear as I've been um, when it comes to his status is partly because not many others are doing it and also partly because like you, I was deeply touched with Jason's ministry. I've encountered him for the first time in the Finger of God movie and I was just so amazed. I, I remember- I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. And after seeing it with, with my um, church friends, um, I said, yeah, yeah, that Jason guy, that's my favorite, you know? Um, so, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he, he had such, well, partly a radicality when it comes to preach the gospel and, and pray for the sick. I thought he was so cool when I first saw him. Yeah, yeah. And also the, the miracles that did happen and so on. Um, so, uh, yeah, th th that's, that's why I've been bringing this up. And when Christians right. claim that something that isn't Christian is Christian, I think we all have a responsibility to point out what, what's the truth. Right. It, it, it's like... Especially when, when, like when you, I, you're called to media. Yeah, 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 exactly. And when I'm out evangelizing here on the streets and I encounter Muslims who say, yeah, did you know that we have the same religion? You know, who oh would I be to, to not, you know, disagree and, and point out, no, wait a minute. Do you know what the Bible says? And so on. So I think it's, it's you know, our, always our responsibility to point out when... Yeah. Uh, a Christian leader uh, leaves Christianity and is preaching something else. And, and you know, I, we pray that he comes back. You know, I, I pray that he comes back, but you know, I'm not so quick to trust him. You know, mainly because he didn't really when he got rebuked by Bill Johnson, he didn't stand up for himself. You know, and then he just shows up with this new teaching. How are we to trust him? Yeah, it could be that a lot of things have happened behind the scenes um, because it's, it's pretty obvious that at least before Bill Johnson's statements, they were discussing with Jason quite a lot. And I'm imagining that they exactly. discussing quite a lot behind the scenes after that as well. But obviously, the result has not been that Jason repented or, you know, has received this constructive criticism, but going on with his new age thing. And, and uh, as you say, he isn't really commenting on the situation in this video. He's just preaching his false gospel. And then he, he sort of ignores the things that have been going on and that people are obviously aware of. Um, well, uh, can I ask you something? Oh, yeah. This is going to be pretty blatant. And this is the last thing. I just, you know, wouldn't you have to be crazy yourself to pay $1,000? I mean, for real. I mean, that's like house insurance payment. I mean, for real. You'd have to have some, you know, I mean, what makes this man so special that you have to pay $1,000 to get your spiritual life together by this one man when God himself is right there? Yeah, exactly. 
And I'm, I'm, That's a big I'm, I'm completely blown away by that. But it, it's not something that is isolated to this person. It's something that you meet, especially right. I would say in the US. <laughs> there is this to some degree in Europe as well. Are you taking on um, me now? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But it, that, that's my impression of US culture, of US religious culture, when, when uh, people pay so much money to people like Benny Hinn and so on. Sad. That, that so they easily could have given to the poor instead and just sought God in their living room and then they would have Amen. received the same thing. You know? it, it's, it's not something, God's glory cannot be bought, as Peter said, and that Amen. has never So it's always important, I think, to, to spend as much money we can on the poor and on missions and just to, to keep what's basic for ourselves, to live a simple life. All right, Amen. thank you so much, Zane, for, for joining this session. It has been a pleasure to do this, and I hope to do some uh, similar things in the future. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. God Sounds bless you. Good. Bless you. Thank you for yeah. having me. Bye. Yeah, thank you for being here. And to all who have been watching this, I say, as always, thank you for watching, and God bless you.